Week four of the XFL is coming your way Saturday night. 3-0 Roughnecks take on the Guardians on FX and ESPN Deportes at 7 Eastern. Then the Brahmas and Sea Dragons Sunday on ESPN2. Renegades and Battlehawks. Then the Vipers and the 3-0 Defenders. Every game is also available on ESPN+. As are we. And we welcome you back to another hour of Get Up. We are live above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. As you can see, we are jam-packed this morning on a huge day in the NFL. And Shefty is standing by live with the very latest on among us. Other things, Aaron Rodgers, who was at the epicenter of the football universe. Here's what we know. The Jets have had conversations with the Packers and with Rodgers this week regarding a potential trade, a contingent of Jets team officials that included the owner, Woody Johnson, and quite significantly, the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, who has a history working with Aaron Rodgers. They flew out to California yesterday. Rodgers met them at the airport. The Jets contingent seems to have spent the night in California. Again, I'm hoping that it was sleeping over at Aaron's house, but I don't know that for sure. Shefty is smiling at me already. Uh, and then now <laughs> we sit and wait. So, Shefty, here we go. I'm giving you the floor. What is the very latest on Aaron Rodgers and his future? Well, this is a situation, Greeny, where I think the Jets officials, other than Nathaniel Hackett, didn't know Aaron Rodgers and he didn't know them. So this was part of a get-to-know-you session in part. Also part for Aaron Rodgers to hear what the Jets organization is about. Maybe they could have brought you on that trip, Greeny, to help sell it. But they need to explain to him exactly what he would be stepping into, what the personnel is like, how their philosophies are. And again, I think Aaron Rodgers still ultimately has to make the decision about whether or not he's going to play. Now, I think the most likely options for Aaron Rodgers at this time are that, number one, he decides he wants to play for the New York Jets, in which case he would go to the Green Bay Packers and say, I would like to be traded to the New York Jets. He still could retire. There was a school of thought this week, as recently as this week, that that was still a primary consideration on the table. So I'm sure part of yesterday's talks were explaining how it would be in New York so that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't retire. And of all the options that he's now considering, he always could go back to Green Bay, but it's increasingly likely and looking like Jordan Love is going to be the quarterback for the Packers in 2023. So these are all factors that Aaron Rodgers has to sit down and mull and decide and then come to a decision about what he wants to do. And once he knows that, then he can convey that to the Packers. He could talk to the Jets. He could basically work with the Jets to try to get a trade done. There's a lot that's going on there right now. And that's why the Jets flew out yesterday to sit down with Aaron Rodgers to talk to him to give him their side of the story. Okay. So we, the Jets are there doing that. I have so many other questions. L let me yeah. uh, very quickly. The, are the Jets the only team involved in all of this? I mean, th th there could be... Or one would imagine there would be other teams that might be interested in Aaron Rodgers if he's interested in continuing his career and it's not in Green Bay. I have not heard anything else out there. Are, is this a one-horse race if it's not going to be back at Lambeau Field? It appears right now to be a one-horse race. Now, that doesn't mean that somebody couldn't sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet tomorrow and all of a sudden Baltimore couldn't need a quarterback. That doesn't mean that some team couldn't suffer some issue with its quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers would become a primary option. But as of this morning, the New York Jets are option 1A. But retirement is also an option 2, and that should not be dismissed at that point in time. So the fact that he's even taking that meeting with the Jets tells you right there, Greeny. He's open-minded 
to hearing what they have to say, to listening to their pitch, and to considering going to the New York Jets. Because if he wasn't interested, he wouldn't be taking the meeting in person in California anyway. So, yes, as much as retirement has been on the table recently, well, the fact that he's talking tells you that at least he's open-minded to going to play for your New York Jets. And then quickly, one more here, and that would be about timeline. We all understand that Rodgers, you know, marches to the beat of his own drum and doesn't always do things on the timing that everyone might expect. But, I mean, the legal tampering begins Monday and the new year begins Wednesday and teams will start making decisions. So what should we be expecting relative to a timetable for him to make up his mind? This is a tough question to answer because with Aaron Rodgers, nothing ever seems to move fast. But what I would say is that the legal tampering period opens Monday at noon and free agency begins Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, one week from today. I think it's logical to deduce that some point before next week, next Wednesday, when the new league year begins, we will hear from Aaron Rodgers, or at least the Packers will, about what he would like to do. And the Jets will know whether Aaron Rodgers is an option for them and whether they can go ahead and try to get a deal done with Green Bay. That is the other issue here, Greeny. Green Bay is not going to just take any deal. And so Green Bay may be willing to squat on Aaron Rodgers unless its price is met. And maybe they're going to be asking unreasonable requests. And if they are, the Jets aren't going to meet them. And then they'll go on to the next quarterback. So there are so many issues to this. Rodgers has to play. He has to say he wants to play in New York. He has to work that out with Green Bay. Green Bay has to figure out a deal with the Jets. It's not just as simple as they go meet with them. We love you. You love us. Let's do this. There's a lot to this, as always. So what I'm hearing from you is, I think I can go to the theater this afternoon. I think I'm safe. (laughs) I told you, go to the show. Go to the show. Have licorice. Enjoy your wife's company. We'll let you know when it's heating up. Okay, fair enough. Stay with us here. Let me bring this out to the table here. Shefty's going to be with us. We're going to get the latest from him on Lamar Jackson as we continue as well. But you just heard all of that. This obviously has a lot more moving parts than I realized, which makes it... my heart rate has slowed just at least a little <laughs> bit here. Canty, as you're hearing all of this, your thoughts go. Now, that must have been a hell of a darkness retreat to walk away from $60 million. <laughs> like the fact Ooh. that retirement could potentially be on the table for Aaron Rodgers when there's clearly a team that wants him to play quarterback under his current contract this year, that is wild to me. But in looking at it, if you're the New York Jets, you absolutely got to swing for it. You blew it a couple of years ago with the second overall pick with Zach Wilson. Aaron Rodgers gives you a chance to be able to redeem yourself and make this team – a a, a roster that could actually contend for the AFC East title and a team that can contend for, you know, being the third best team in the conference. I I would put them under the Bengals and under the Chiefs. I think they're right there with the Jacksonville Jaguars if they were to land Aaron Rodgers. That is a consequential move for the New York Jets. So this is huge. You're hoping that they could land this Aaron Rodgers plane, pun intended, in Florida Park. Yeah, look, there there are any number of ripple effects of this, and I agree with you. Herman, take me through this because you're bringing in, you're, you were not only a player a long time, but of course a head coach. So now you're bringing in a, an aging legend. Mm-hmm. You were, you were t- tell for those just joining us here, Joe Montana, you were on the Kansas City staff when you brought Joe Montana into yes. Kansas City. And that yes. personality is somewhat different, but what, what was your, <laughs> t- take us to that. What, what is it like bringing in the legendary quarterback? Well, players are like, oh, he's the quarterback? We, 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 they actually said, we got Joe Montana? 
and the whole, the whole locker room just had a different vibe. It just changed. How so? Because Joe Montana's walking in and you're saying, you know what? Like when Tom Brady went to Tampa. Ooh, we got you guys to go to the Super Bowl. Mm. Mm-hmm. You legitimately feel like that as a player. And I said, mm. we got a quarterback now. We're good enough, but now we got the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about Tom Brady, that's what Tom Brady did. He walked in there and all of a sudden, Tampa Bay, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers steps in your locker room, you feel like we got a chance to win a division. We, we got a chance to get to, to the championship game. You know what's interesting, though? Yeah, I was sitting here talking to Canty. Yeah. I'm going, well, maybe Aaron Rodgers, could, if he doesn't go to the Jets, go to the Raiders. And they say, the Raiders want Jimmy Garoppolo. All of a sudden, this thing is starting to fill up yeah. with quarterbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The South already said they didn't want Lamar Jackson. <laughs> right. So now, let me ask you this. How many options left for Aaron Rodgers? Well, well that's the point. <laughs> He's running out well, of options. Did you? I'm sorry, Fink, what did you just say? Shefty, go ahead, Adam. Uh, Shefty, jump well, back in here. You, you hear Coach asking about the options for Aaron Rodgers. Let's give you another oddball option that I think has to be on the table and has to be considered here. If, if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to play and he tells the Packers, I'd like to be traded to the Jets, and the Packers and Jets can't reach an agreement. Well, that leaves Aaron Rodgers in a situation where maybe he's forced to go back to Green Bay. Now, if Mm -hmm. in the next week or so, Aaron Rodgers says, I'm going to go back to Green Bay because the Packers couldn't work out a trade (laughs) with the Jets, (laughs) then Jordan Love is not going to be happy. And Jordan Love might want to be out of there. Mm-hmm. And the Packers do not want to move on from Jordan Love, which is another reason why the signs continue to point. The signs continue to point to Jordan Love being the starting quarterback in Green Bay. Of all the things, of all the scenarios that we're talking about, the one that seems the most plausible is that Aaron Rodgers will not be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers in 2023. We just don't know how everything else is going to work out around it. Shefty has Shefty, no idea. Shefty, wow. stop it, when Shefty. You said, when you said stop what it. you just said, look, Greeny, he doesn't even go to the play now. He's going yeah, to a dark going room. To He's going to the dark room. You sent him to the dark room. Right. What I just heard from Adam Schefter <laughs> is that Jordan Love is going to be the next quarterback of the Jets. That's what I just, you should understand my mentality. That's what I just heard Shefty say. Okay, let's go back to the most likely one, though. Yes. Sacha. Aaron Rodgers does wind up on the Jets. I've been thinking about what Shefty just said for a minute there and how it would impact Green Bay. Because they have to make all of these salary cap provisions in order to uh, to keep Aaron Rodgers on the So if he says he wants to stay in Green Bay, they're going to be sort of up against it. But that's a whole other topic. With Aaron Rodgers on the Jets as basically currently constituted, we don't know what they'd have to trade away. How good are they in, in that AFC? They're a playoff team. I don't know they're gonna they're gonna win a Super Bowl. Like the AFC is loaded, number one and number two. I go back to that culture piece. I go back to the piece of you have a team that believes, a team that knows how to play, but you have a really good young receiver, really good young running back, another really good young receiver. You have a young team around you. Yeah. And you need talent, yes. Yeah. Uh, but you also need like that extra sauce, that extra something. They Tom got Brady, some sauce. They Tom, got sauce. They, have, they do bro. have sauce, though, but extra sauce. I just one like you. Maybe like sauce, <laughs> brother, right? Yeah. But like, like, I was in Tampa Bay in that 2019 or the 2019 season before they got Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Our defense. Everyone said, "Man, we are." The coaches said, "Forget me." They said, "We are a quarterback <laughs> away from a Super Bowl." Yes. And and it wasn't just talk. It was, and it wasn't just a quarterback. It was the quarterback. And then they got Tom Brady, seven rings. 
Right? What more do you need? Now, if you get Aaron Rodgers, he is talented, but will that culture piece fit? It's not like it's a team that already has an right. established culture where you just bring in the talent and you win. You have a team that's still trying to get that identity piece, young players. Go ahead, Kmart. Tap me in. Okay, here's this the beautiful thing. Uh, get her in. Get her in the game. The beautiful thing about your Jets, Greeny. These young kids don't know any better. I've been in that locker room. I've talked to Garrett Wilson. I've talked to Sauce because yep. they got a lot of sauce in there. And they were 5-0 and at one point, and they're thinking, okay, all I know is winning, or I come from a big college program. They don't know the, the futility that exists in Florham Park. They have no idea. For them, they're coming in and seeing Robert Sala. They feel like this as they were confident with Mike White. That's what I'm saying. And if Mike White didn't get hurt, the Jets definitely had a chance to make the playoffs. So you bring in Aaron Rodgers, I understand getting him does not guarantee a Super Bowl. But these kids, that is the beauty of their youth. They don't know that the Jets are a place where hope goes to die. It's a different time in Florham Park. I could have lived without that. Okay, so, uh, (laughs) all right, I've got Shefty standing by. We're going to come back to him in a minute because the Lamar thing is something that had this table very exercised. Mm -hmm. The NFL at at large was talking about it, and Shefty will give us the very latest as well. The Lamar sweepstakes is on or is it? Why aren't the bids pouring in for the former MVP. What is actually going on? Shafty's got the answers as we roll on. Huge days. Get up on ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. All right, we are rolling along on a very consequential NFL day, and a lot of the conversation is about that man. After the Ravens officially placed the non-exclusive franchise tag 
on Lamar Jackson yesterday, so he's now able to negotiate with other teams, and Baltimore will then have the right to match or take two first-round picks as compensation. The general manager, Eric DaCosta, saying there have been many instances across the league and in Baltimore when a player has been designated with a franchise tag and signed a long-term deal that same year. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar, and we are hopeful that we can strike a long-term deal that is fair to both Lamar and the Ravens. And so Adam Schefter again continues with us. Schefter, you know what the conversation has been uh, here and practically everywhere around the league because there were so many teams that we heard from, it seemed like, very quickly after this tag was applied, saying, no, yeah. we're not interested, no, we're not going to yeah. go after Lamar, and people are many people quite put off by this. What can you yeah. tell us? Well, essentially, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson have spent the better part of two years trying to get a contract done, and by my sense, don't appear to be close to getting an agreement. So the Baltimore Ravens basically said, go out and see what the market will pay you. Let the market mediate our little disagreement here, because we'd like you back, and we've made you multiple offers, but you're not taking any of the offers, and you're proposing a different kind of deal. He's wanted a fully guaranteed contract all along. And so last year, as I said, we saw Deshaun Watson go to the open market. And there were four teams that essentially would have done almost anything to land his services. The Cleveland Browns, the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers. Well, Cleveland got Deshaun Watson. New Orleans got Derek Carr this week. Atlanta, Diana Rossini reported, is not going to make a push or a run at Lamar Jackson. And the Charlotte Observer said that the Carolina Panthers aren't going to make a push. So what other team is out there? It does seem like all of a sudden there are teams saying we're not going to make a push. I know people say collusion. I just think this is just reporters asking high-placed executives on certain teams for their answers. It defies logic that a quarterback as talented as Lamar Jackson wouldn't generate more interest. I'll leave that to everybody else to figure out their own theories because it is a quarterback league and we've got an elite quarterback available on the market, but it doesn't seem right now like there are going to be many suitors for his services. Now, again, all it takes is just one. I think part of it is the fact that teams know that they feel like that they would just be drawing the offer sheet for the Baltimore Ravens. So if any one of these teams steps forward and says, let's give Lamar Jackson, you make it up, a four-year $200 million contract, fully guaranteed. Well, Baltimore could have the chance to write it. And there have been many free agents in the past that have been given a tag like this or a restricted free agent where there's an offer sheet where other teams have balked at signing that player to an offer sheet because they don't want to do the work for another team. This is not a Lamar Jackson new phenomena. Herm's been around the league for a long time and can tell you that this has happened. There have been many free agents that other teams have shied away from because they had to sign them to an offer sheet. Okay, mm -hmm. that's a part of this too. So mm -hmm. we can come up with collusion. We come up with quarterbacks. Basically, the Ravens said, let the market show what you're worth. You you say you're worth all this money, fully guaranteed. If somebody's willing to pay you, then you'll have that and we'll have the chance to match it. And if we don't want to match it, we can take two first-round draft picks. In my mind, this is a very simple solution to help try to solve a problem that two sides have gone back and forth with for two years without reaching any agreement. Understood. But, but, but what stands to reason is that it's one thing for there not to be quite the market he expected. 
But it doesn't make any sense that there would be none, right? And, and yeah. so that, I think, is what people are looking at, that there has to be something else at play here. And the NFL's long-standing desire not to give guaranteed contracts to their players is what everyone is pointing to. It doesn't necessarily have to meet the legal definition of collusion, mm -hmm. right. but the idea that the owners are just basically coming together each in their own individual silos and saying, if you want a guaranteed contract, it's just not going to happen. Well, I would say this. You think Daniel Snyder really cares about what the league is going to say right now? If Daniel Snyder felt like he would go out and sign a quarterback that he felt was going to upgrade his roster that was worth the price, do you think he'd do it? Or do you think he'd say, well, the owners don't want me to do that? Now, again, there may be conversations. I have no idea how that works, okay? I'm just saying that he has a chance in the open market now to solicit offers. So maybe it's not a fully guaranteed contract. So a team isn't going to sign him to a deal when he can help a team because other owners said, don't give him a con I, guess, I mean, I guess. But that just seems a little preposterous to me. So, so at some point, so what does happen then, Shefty? I guess that's the question many people well, would have. Well, first of all, the, the, the tag just came in yesterday. Free right. agency <laughs> hasn't even started yet. And do you think that every team is telling the truth? How about let's just see how this all plays out over time. Let's see what the market determines, which is exactly what Baltimore was doing by placing the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. Let's see what the market produces for him. Again, I mean, call me skeptical, but if there's a team out there that thinks Lamar Jackson could upgrade their roster, why would they not go try to sign him? Now, I come back to this in the end. Other people will point to collusion. I will point to the fact that Teams, generally speaking, don't like writing contracts that other teams can just match. Doesn't mean it hasn't been done. It has been. But generally speaking, that has been consistent through the years of free agency. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Shefty, you're the best. What can I say? Thank you. We, and we will certainly come back to you immediately if there's any further news this morning as we go and, and throughout the rest of this period. That's Adam Schefter. So I will bring it here, but what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, everyone is chomping at the bit to jump in. So let me pause briefly on this, and then we're going to circle back, and everyone will get to have their say on what Shefty just said. It did definitely give us a slightly different perspective on the situation, and Keyshawn Johnson, I'm told, is going to jump into the conversation as well from L.A. So everyone will get to talk about why it is that at least for the moment there does not appear to be any market for Lamar Jackson. What does his future actually look like? We'll get to the bottom of that and more as we roll on. This is Get Up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. 
For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals. Jackson sets in the pistol. You really just got to keep playing your game. Jackson will keep it on the read option. I'm just trying to be like myself. Spins at the 30. I just want to get to the promise line. Jackson 10, 5, touchdown, Ravens. to the right, standing in front, All right, so we continue. Lamar Jackson, obviously a big topic of discussion for so long now, and yesterday it finally came to a head with the franchise tag being applied by the Ravens, and then so many teams announcing publicly or telling reporters that they are out on Lamar Jackson. One of the legendary players of the era, J.J. Watt, said, why is that happening? An MVP winner in his prime at the most important position in the entire NFL. What am I missing here? And I think he spoke for a lot of people inside the league. Now, Adam Schefter, who stays with us because he's just the best, um, just pointed out a, a reminder to all of us that, you know, we, I guess I'm very guilty of this. I live as though every single moment defines absolutely everything. <laughs> to his point, free agency hasn't even begun yet. So there's plenty of time for this. And all those people who were saying we're not pursuing Lamar Jackson could always be, A, ready to change their minds or be lying to us. So all of that is still on the table. That said, Chris, as a longtime NFL player, this was something that yesterday that really resonated with you. Tell us why. Yeah, because every player wants to get into the situation that Lamar is in where you have the opportunity to leverage your talents in order to gain that financial security. Most guys don't get to the point where they're able to be true free agents, and that's exactly where Lamar Jackson found himself now with teams having the potential to sign him to an offer sheet. The fact that his resume and his skill set isn't speaking for itself and that the market has been radio silent on a player of his ilk, I I can only draw one conclusion, that the owners, whether you want to use the term collusion or whether they collectively got together, they are drawing the figurative line in the sand for players when it comes to guaranteed contracts. They don't want to go down that road, and that's the only way you can explain how the Atlanta Falcons, 14 minutes after the Baltimore Ravens (laughs) announced that they were tagging Lamar, said that they were out on him. This is a team that's in quarterback hell, and they had the audacity to put up an article on their team's website that cited cap discipline and several other team needs as the reason why they're not going after Lamar Jackson. Guys, there is no plausible explanation other than owners not wanting to go down this road with players and guaranteed contracts. Forget about style of play. Forget about the injury history because we can go chapter and verse with other quarterbacks that have been in similar circumstances and come out roses with their long-term deals. The fact that the Lamar is willing to go this route unconventional without an agent and ask for a guaranteed contract, the owners are sending a clear message to not only him, but all the other young quarterbacks that are following him saying, we're not going to do this. Herman, you were telling us earlier, this is something that you knew about. You came into NFL locker room starting in the mid-1970s. Yeah, 77. And and this was a topic. A big-time topic. And um, uh, the talk around the locker room was, they'll never give you a fully guaranteed contract. 
The owners aren't going to do that. And I, that's my rookie year. I'm going, what are you talking about? Well, up until Deshaun Watson. Right. <laughs> and it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that is the mindset of it all when you think about it. And, and Canty brings a great point is that I thought before Carr, you know, obviously goes to the South, every team in the South needed a quarterback. The NFC <laughs> South, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're out. We're not going. Mm-hmm. Then, then my thought was, well, maybe he'll go to Washington. Washington, we're out. So all of a sudden, I'm like, why is everybody out all of a sudden? We said free agency just has begun. Yeah, has and, 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 and like everyone's out. There's not that many quarterbacks. Let me ask you a separate question. I happen to agree. I am on this side. I want to make it clear. I'm on this side of this discussion. If you were to go to the other side, you were telling me this morning when I asked you, how good does everyone think Lamar Jackson is? You said he's an unconventional player. Expand on that thought because I think that it has, to, it has to at least be raised in the conversation. There's uniqueness of the type of offense you need to run with Lamar Jackson. I just believe that. when you, He's unique in the sense that uh, there's certain things he does very well. With the ball, he, he has the ball in his hand. Right. He's a, he's a guy that, you know, dropping back, you're not going to ask him to do that 30 or 40 times. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to move with the ball. That's how he makes things happen. So I think when you get Lamar, you have to understand this. Look, our offense is going to change a little bit. They built this whole offense around Lamar. Play great defense, always be good in special teams, have a good punter, play on long fields, right? We're going to run the ball, some with Lamar, some play action. All that becomes part of it. So you have to understand that if he becomes your quarterback. And, and you were saying, mm-hmm. Kmart, because earlier this morning, you were bringing up a lot of these points as things that you were hearing around the league. Yes, because I'm fully in the Chris Canty camp of give Lamar Jackson his guaranteed money, right? However, I went to Combine saying the same thing to people. And what I was told was, hey, the fact that he does not have an agent creates a lot of problems because an agent can go out there and get a sense of what your market value is. It's not what you, what you think you can get. It's what other people will pay you. And do, does Lamar Jackson, the fact that he doesn't have an agent, he's not able to, to get a good grasp of what the landscape is. Thinking, mm. well, Deshaun Watson and all his drama, he got 230 million guaranteed, which is my argument. That's not good enough. In NFL, in NFL spaces because they're saying Deshaun Watson's situation, not the same as yours. Because as Adam Schefter talked about, other teams having to do up an offer sheet and then give, literally hand over the homework to the Baltimore Ravens, they may not want to do that. Also, other teams are looking at, well, Jimmy Haslam of the Browns, the owner of the Browns, he said, get me Deshaun Watson. And everybody in his organization had to do that. Also, teams look at Lamar Jackson as a guy who's 1-3 in the playoffs, who's not that great in the phase of the game that is most sustainable as a pure passer. You could agree or not, but that is what NFL people, and not just white execs, black execs have told me the same thing. And he's also a guy that has not finished a full season in the last three years. Fair or not, <laughs> that, uh, those are points that are made not just by white owners it's, it, uh, this is uh, talking to people in the front offices. I'm, I'm going to go to Shefty in a second, but I have not heard from Sam yet. And I'll remind everybody that Sam Acho was a vice president of the Players Association. So you've seen these battles on whatever level they've been waged before. What is the perspective? Well, I was also a player for nine years. Yeah. I also had agents and I fired agents. I've negotiated my own contracts. You don't need an agent to understand the market. It's all online. 
You can go and look up what did, what did, what did uh, Deshaun Watson get? Right. What did Kyler Murray get? What did Russell Wilson get? But an get? agent might have said, man, you're not going to get a guaranteed contract. They, I don't care how much you want. An agent is a buffer. They can buffer the good news or the bad news, right? Like when you have an agent, all the agent does is say, hey, man, they said they don't like you. Okay, well, what do I do now, right? That's all that. That's that's the one of the primary reasons that it, things that an agent can do. And so my thing is this. When it comes to a contract, look, Lamar knows what he wants. Period. You don't need an agent to tell you, hey, I want a fully guaranteed contract. Right. An agent might tell you, well, hey, they won't give it to you. You can find that out yourself. You may not believe it, but that's what they will tell you. And so the point of him not having an agent being the reason that he's not signed, you could say that. But but the other issue is an agent might say, hey, Lamar, sorry, you're not getting a fully guaranteed contract. And he'll say, well, no, I want it. And then we'll go from no, there. No, agents and also provide context, though. It's not just dollars and cents. It's, yeah. hey, understand that that player's situation, he may have gotten that money, but his situation is different. He's operating essentially like but, a free agent. But what's he has different? no trade clause. Your situation with Baltimore is that they, you now have to go out, get offers, bring it back to them. It's different. But you're also, an, you're also a unanimous MVP. You're also a player who, know, who knows what you've been to your entire team. But what did so, Herm just say about unconventional? Like, you have to also mm, ascertain yeah. how teams look at you as a player and what you are worth and what they're willing to pay for you. Let me you get Shefty in. Shefty, go ahead. Well, uh, to Kimberly and Sam's point, I think that if you're just doing the deal with the Baltimore Ravens, yes, Lamar Jackson, of course, can figure out his value. Now we've entered a territory where Lamar needs to talk to, trust, know, all the people on all the teams. How can he do that? It's impossible. He's the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. He's never met the owner of the Carolina Panthers or the GM of the Atlanta Falcons or the coach of the Washington Command. Like These are relationships that he doesn't have right now when you're representing yourself. And to Kimberly's point about that, about bringing up some of the traits that other people across the league mentioned to her, when you take that into consideration, are you now at the point where some team is going to be willing to break the bank for a player with some of those traits, knowing that Baltimore can match the offer sheet? So you have to create an offer sheet that is so strong and so over the top when there are the questions that Kimberly raised. So it becomes a delicate balance where there is not an easy answer right now. And by the way, teams aren't allowed to come out today and say, yes, we're going to be interested in Lamar Jackson <laughs> because that would be tampering. So right. there are a whole host of issues here that, again, are going to begin to unfold because I don't know that this process is going to move fast. And even if he does, Lamar Jackson finds a team to sign him to an offer sheet, then Baltimore has seven days to match it. So there's seven more days of programming for you right there, Greeny, while you're at Perfect. theater. It's great. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I need. Uh, everyone's doing Like a 15 seconds is literally what go. I have. Herman, go. Here. Uh, agents provide you this. You don't have to hear the negativity of the conversation when right. you're trying to negotiate. Sometimes that becomes personal to an athlete. Mm -hmm. and, and to an athlete, because you say, well, I did that. What are you talking about? Ravens, right? 15 seconds. Go. No, what I was going to say is, yeah, teams can't come out and say that they're interested in Lamar, but they certainly don't have to come out and say that they're not interested right. in Lamar. That's and right. When we start talking about these teams being willing to do everything that it takes to compete for a championship, 
We found a line yeah. that they won't cross, which mm-hmm. is the guaranteed contract. Right. Everybody stay where you are. i got to run the floor here. Lots right. and lots of NFL, uh, excuse me, NBA action last night to jump into, including the end of the Knicks' nine-game winning streak. That's over. New York blowing a 16-point halftime lead on their home floor and lost to the Hornets, 112-105. Kelly Oubre leading the way for Charlotte with 27. Mm-hmm. So the Knicks lose. You know who else lost? The Warriors lose on the road again in OKC. That despite 40 from Steph Curry. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander at 33. The Thunder win by nine. Golden State is 7-25 and 25 on the road. In Dallas, Kyrie had 17 of his 33 in the fourth. Mavs beat the Jazz in a high-scoring game. Irving leads the NBA in fourth-quarter points this season. Uh, and then you got the Lakers and Anthony Davis. He had a very big night last night as they got a big win. And then at halftime, they retired the jersey number of Pau Gasol. His number 16 went up into the rafters beside his long time teammate and friend Kobe Bryant. I can't go on without talking about the person in the face that I don't see. Uh, The brother that elevated me, inspired me, challenged me to be a better player, just to be a better man overall. I miss him. I miss him so much like many of us do. I love him. I wish he was here with Gigi. I really do. Uh, but I think he'll be proud and he was looking forward to this moment so love you brother such an emotional night there in Los Angeles as his number is retired and congratulations to Pau Gasol and uh, the bittersweet nature of the moment was very much on display. And meanwhile, our doubleheader starts in the Big Easy tonight in the NBA. We've got the Pelicans and the Mavs at 7.30 Eastern, then to L.A. for the Raptors and Clippers. We'll start your night with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern. Uh, as we continue, the very latest on Aaron Rodgers. What decision will he make and what impact will it have, not just on his team, but on so many teams around the National Football League? We'll take you up to the minute with the latest on Rodgers. And here we go, Harmon. Oh. Sneaky Hembo is ready for you. Hembo. Oh, you're killing me. The last head coach of the New York Jets to win the AFC East. That is the question. The answer oh. is next. Oh. Get up on it. That's ESPN. really hard. That's a hard question. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, we are back. Here we go. Sneaky Hembo for Herman Edwards. Here's the question. Is the Jets hope to get Aaron Rodgers and win some 
division titles going forward. Who was the last Jets head coach to win the division? I think I know the answer for this. It'd be me. It is you, Edwards. Boy. Herman oh, in boy. 2002 yes. as the head coach of the Jets then went on won, and, and won a playoff game beating Peyton Manning. 41-0. 41-0. Yep. Unfortunately, that was the last home playoff game the Jets have had, but that's a whole other topic for a whole other time. Way to go. Speaking right. of the Jets, there's a lot of young players on that team right now that are hoping they're about to get a legendary quarterback. One of them is the star rookie, Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year, who tweeted, hey, Aaron Rodgers, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. Uh, that's the one that he wore out of Lambeau after they beat the Packers this year. Brees Hall, outstanding r- rookie offensive player, running back last year, uh, tweeted, don't mind me just manifesting Aaron Rodgers. He was speaking for me uh, when he said that. Uh, and, and so we continue with our conversation this morning. And again, Adam Schefter, good enough to just hang around here with the very latest at this incredibly busy time. So Shefty, for the audience just joining us because there's people coming in and out, catch us up here on the very latest. We know the Jets sent a contingent out to California to meet with Rodgers yesterday. Catch everybody up on where we stand. All right, Green, before you order your Aaron Rodgers green New York Jets jersey, let's understand that there are a lot of factors that still have to fall into place for any trade to occur, if it occurs at all. Number one, Aaron Rodgers has to decide that he wants to play, which as recently as this week, there was some thought that he would still want to retire. So we don't know ultimately what he's going to want to do. Number two, he's got to be comfortable playing with the Jets. That was part of yesterday's mission. The two sides really didn't know each other other than Rodgers' relationship with the new Jets offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. If he decides he does want to play for the Jets, him and the Green Bay Packers have to break up, which they've been unwilling to do the last couple of years when it's been floating out there in the air. Nobody's been willing to say, I want to be the one that wants to break up with you. Somebody's got to step up and say that. And if they do that, then Green Bay has to be comfortable with any trade terms that the Jets would offer. And Green Bay, I think, is going to want a lot back for Aaron Rodgers. And if they're asking too much, the Jets will simply go on to the next quarterback on the wish list. And then Aaron Rodgers has to work with the Jets to try to rework that contract. $60 million guaranteed. Is there a way they're going to rework that? Is he going to promise them that he's going to play beyond this year or two years for whatever compensation they decide to give up to Green Bay? So there are a whole host of questions. I had one of many Jet fans text him yesterday, are we getting Rodgers? And I answered, too many variables to answer right now. And that's really the deal. There's a lot that has to happen. Not to say that it won't. The Jets have the best chance of any team to land Aaron Rodgers, but it doesn't mean that he's going to be playing this season in New Jersey. Understood. Very quickly, before I bring it to the group, though, Shefty, should we reasonably be expecting that with legal tampering starting on Monday and the free agency period beginning on Wednesday and the Jets needing, being in as desperate need of a quarterback as any team could possibly be, that if they don't have something from Rodgers by then, they will need to move on to plan B, whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody else? 
Well, I, I think with Aaron Rodgers, we've come to see and learn that nothing really moves very quickly. But ideally, there is, I think, something of a soft deadline next week, Wednesday, 4 o'clock Eastern, maybe even Monday with Jimmy Garoppolo becoming a free agent with some of the other quarterbacks out there. But it's not like the Jets have to get something done by that point in time. If Aaron Rodgers decides 10 days from now, well, then that will be it. But the Jets will have an indication, I believe, in the next two, three, four, five days, whether this is something that has a chance to happen or whether it doesn't have a chance to happen. And then they can make a determination about whether they want to do it. If it's worth waiting around, for Rodgers, they'll do that. If not, they'll move on to the next plan. But yes, you want to have an idea, at least by Monday, of what his plans are. Okay, let me bring it out to the table here quickly. With Aaron Rodgers, we all understand how loaded the AFC is. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Jacksonville seems to be very much on the come. Sneaky big news, they have Calvin Ridley now and and, and others. If they have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, where do the Jets sort of fall into all of this? I think they're right there with the Jags competing to be the third best team in the conference. I would have them as the favorite to win the AFC East going into the season. Over Buffalo. Well, think about all the departures that we're going to see from the Buffalo Bills in free agency this year. That team is going through a little bit of a transition. So, yeah, I I love where the New York Jets are at. But if you're Joe Douglas and Rob Sala, you damn well better land this plane. You better get Aaron Rodgers because you mm-hmm. passed on Derek Carr. Coming out of the combine, Derek, the word was that there was a slight lean by Derek Carr to the New York Jets. And then all of a sudden, Derek Carr signed with the New Orleans Saints because presumably the Jets told him, we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. They better get Aaron Rodgers. Otherwise, it could cost them their jobs. Are they contenders? Are the Jets <clears throat> legitimate contenders for a championship with Rodgers? Contenders, yes. Will it happen? I doubt it. I just go back to that sneaky hembo snap. Well, when was the last time that the Jets won a division? Stop it. That's 20 years ago. I understand that. I'm just saying. And, 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 and what was it? Brett Favre, 2008? Yeah. It seems similar. and so I'm, It is similar. So, I'm just saying, like, we culture matters. Culture matters. Culture matters. I will say this. The Jets... Second in second fewest passing touchdowns last year. Yes. If they scored league average in all of their games last year, they're a double-digit win team and in the playoffs. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers being added to that offense could absolutely do that. I can't believe oh. they were the second worst passing <laughs> offense last year. Who could possibly have been worse? Who was it, by the way? Tennessee? <laughs> Someone was behind them. Kmart. Quick. Yeah, I just go to Mike White had had this team believe in and headed towards a potential playoff berth. And had he not gotten hurt in Buffalo, a game that I watched, broken ribs, that season could have ended differently for the Jets. Mm. You put in Aaron Rodgers, you cannot guarantee a Super Bowl, but I can guarantee you have a much better shot of winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and these young kids. Final word to the coach. You're a much-improved football team offensively. Um, But here's the situation, listen to Adam. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo goes with the Raiders Mm -hmm. and Aaron Rodgers, let's say, retires, now where are well, you? Well, then Greeny. What are you doing, Greeny? For... Well, you tell me. I mean, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm sitting here going, they better get Aaron Rodgers. Right. See, I think they, they just, have to get him now. Mm-hmm. I would rather, if I was with the Jets, I would go after Lamar. Like, I would put in Yes. Lamar. Well, I'm all in on sense. that. But, yeah. I mean, I don't, let me give the last word to Shefty, who has been good enough to hang around. Go ahead, Shefty. What do you got? Eighth, right? Wait, so hold on one second. Your, your mic wasn't on. Start that again. So, Start that again. The mic wasn't on. Start I, again. I said it's March 8th. Things change all the time. So maybe they don't get Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they go on to Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe then that doesn't work. Maybe it it leads them to Lamar. That's why it's all getting underway, and there's going to be lots of things that happen that we see coming and don't see coming over the course of the next coming weeks. 
I'm breathe, never going to make it. Breathe. So, so <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. So, Shefty, what you're saying is Greedy can go to a bunch of plays right now. I'm going to a play. Greedy can go to a theater with Stacy all week long. Oh, Relax. Oh, hey, Greedy. I can't do it. Relax. R E L E L. Oh yeah. Relax. I don't have that in me. All right, Shefty, you're the best. Thank you very much for an outstanding hour. Oh, Champ Week continues this afternoon at the New York Life ACC tournament with second round games noon and. 2.30 Eastern. We got Wake and Syracuse, Georgia Tech, and Pittsburgh. Champ Week is here and it's rolling. It's all on ESPN and the ESPN app so you can watch from anywhere. Meanwhile, first take picks it up and runs with it. Top of the hour. Did the Ravens make the right decision with the way they handled Lamar? They'll answer that question and more. Molly, Steve, and A and company revved up and ready to go here on ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, week four, XFL schedule. Saturday night, 3-0 Roughnecks taking on the Guardians, FX and ESPN Deportes, then the Brahmas and Sea Dragons. Then on Sunday on ESPN2, the Renegades and the Battlehawks. Uh, and then it is the Vipers and 3-0 Defenders. Every game also available on ESPN+. Plus. What an incredible morning. And before we wrap up, congratulations to our yes. friend Sam Oster. Hey! Hey! Seconds, tell everybody about the book. Yeah, so the book is called Change Starts With You, Following Your Fire to Heal a Broken World. It just released yesterday. I couldn't be more excited about it. It's a book about what it means to be a change maker, not just in your family, in your community, but also in the world. I believe it starts with little steps, sometimes small conversations, but whether it's social justice, whether it's stuff in your community as a, as a father, as a husband, as a mom, I think change starts with you, and it's easy to, to be that change. And so go to sammachobook.com to find out more about it. And uh, release date was yesterday. Hey, good for you. Man. Good it's for you. Great day. All right. Fascinating football stuff. We will mm. see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow. First take starts now.